0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence!
1: She's not going to kill all the people. spread about me and the crew About something
2: we to do You might not it maybe you But when I first heard it, all I did was laugh I used to
3: get all what you want Phone has almost been chucked across the room But that's <laughs> what the rumor was all about if you like the then
2: tell all your friends And if you don't wait this way I can hear from the mouth never mind she left her passport at home.
3: Forgive us if we don't remember what the hell we read.
1: he gets to the cemetery and the body's already exhumed he's like god damn it hey and welcome back to the brotherhood of batman i'm Aaron. i'm the oldest out of us i produce this mess thanks for tuning uh, in um jake i'm the middle brother i'm the one that came up
3: with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week
2: and i'm ben your sunshine into gotham and apocalypse this is <laughs> the brotherhood of batman a podcast where three brothers get together to talk about things batman adjacent and the <laughs> dc universe how are y'all doing
3: great pretty good you? Good. How yeah. How you feeling, Ben? Yeah. Good. You awake?
2: It's the Halloween season. Halloween season. And Halloween I am season. happily hungover, so we're nice. going <laughs> to have a Very good nice. episode.
3: Is your sun shining this morning? My sun is shining.
2: yeah. So,
1: do you guys get a lot of trick or treaters around here, Ben?
2: We, I don't think we do, because hmm. we're an awkward like second floor apartment yeah. and so people don't know what doorbells things so could
1: you just go sit on your porch and throw things at people as they pass by? i could That'd be fun. i
2: think over the four years granted the majority of the time we've lived here was the pandemic but over the four five years we've lived here we've had maybe four or five target traders mm. total no, that's so yeah
3: sure. jake how about you guys get a lot we did not we were surprised uh the last two years how little come in the the complex that we live in um there are a lot of young kids and stuff they do a trunk or treat um the week before and that kind of seems to be the spirit of halloween around the complex and then they don't do a lot of there were a few but like again in the last two years that we've been in our current place probably half a dozen trick-or-treaters have knocked by
2: is bat kid gonna trick-or-treat slash do trunk or treat
3: we are definitely doing the trunk-or-treats, and then we are going to Sarah's family's neighborhood because they live in nice. the suburbs and have a lot of the you know the streets closed down or big groups. There's a lot of trick-or-treating happening oh, okay. in their neighborhood. So we're going to go, and uh, that's what we ended up doing last year. We didn't even turn our personal lights on that night. I think we just did a Halloween movie. So Aaron,
1: sleep. you
2: still passing out soup?
1: Soup. It's ramen. Ramen or candy, year six, I think. You're of passing out ramen noodles or candy. So
3: Now, do you keep track of it every year? Do you have a record?
1: I, I have tracked it and kept some things on Google, so I need to go back. I had a spreadsheet where I was just <laughs> adding a new year and how many were chosen, so we'll, we'll see. We've got the name uh, recognition for being the ramen house in the neighborhood.
3: So. How many soups do you buy in preparation
1: of soup or candy? I think I buy like 40. 40 packs okay. of ramen for that's like out? seven bucks or whatever. If right. <laughs> you <laughs> buy like decent stuff. So it's that's cheaper n- than candy. Yeah. It's a hell of a lot cheaper than candy, which is my goal is eventually just not buy candy <laughs> and just give out ramen. And this would be that way. But uh it's just, you know, kind of a fun thing. It's, it's fun to watch the kids like wheels turn. Do I want more candy? Do I want something stupid? You know, that kind of thing. So <laughs> they have enough candy. Fun. I feel yeah. like I would probably pick ramen. all the teenagers take the ramen. So, Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Do you offer a choice of ramen? Yeah, it's like, well, no, I have a, I have a variety. Sometimes the first year I did it, I think it was just chicken, okay. and then I went to chicken and beef, and then right. I went and just bought a variety pack. So I'm mm. upping the uh, upping the ante on what they can choose. I'd be mad because there wouldn't be any shrimp flavor. Oh no, I bought some shrimp ones. Oh. Just I bought a bunch of different ones. But nice. You take what you get, and, uh, or you can have the candy. Don't I want some know? ramen now. Yeah, ramen's good stuff. We don't have any. What's your favorite? So you sorry. like you shrimp's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Uh, the roast beef flavor is pretty good. Beef is number yeah. one. Uh, okay.
2: Actually, chicken is actually my favorite. Chicken jambeer. Yeah. Very
3: classic. I favorite. like chicken, but I like it when I can add cooked chicken Actual with Actual chicken. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm add a little bit of meat in mine. Toby will
1: every once in a while, like, crack an egg into his ramen and then yep. microwave that in there. Ooh.
3: So. I uh, I went on a one of those... Yeah, I think it used to be a gag gift for, like, college students where, you know, 101 things you can do with ramen. Yeah. And I tried to make, like, pizza ramen where you, you bake the ramen into a crust and then put uh-huh. pizza on top of it. I've made ramen sandwiches. And Ew. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> Just, I mean, they weren't, like, the pizza wasn't bad, but it you couldn't, the way I cooked it, I couldn't get a crispy enough crust on the bottom, so it was still kind of soggy.
2: Being the world traveler that I am, having just returned from Japan, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I feel like all of the <laughs>
2: nation of Japan is dying inside hearing those <laughs> things. They are very, very particular with how you enjoy I, I your think ramen. They are. Yeah. There's rules and signs and things when you wait in line to get in the ramen places of how you're expected to eat it and what is and is not rude with nice. your ramen. Yeah, oh,
1: it's good to know.
3: Well, I'm sure their ramen is made with a, a packet of uh. sodium. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs>
1: Mmm, sodium.
3: What's been going on in your geeky little worlds other than getting ready for the Halloween?
0: Stop talking about comic books or what I'll do you think you're kill doing
3: you nerd.
0: Stop spending Get all the Get nerd 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 nerd. those Geek.
3: You're spend your Geek. Years alone. Geek. I mean, I'm the Batman of Geeks, bitch.
1: Oh, we, uh, yesterday, uh, Connor's birthday is tomorrow for real. And then yesterday we, I had arranged kind of a surprise for him. Uh, there's a former teacher I work with and Connor's all into suit, uh, into like old cars and Mustangs and things. So I, I had arranged with this former teacher, they have a classic Mustang, Nice. And so we had arranged a surprise where we you got showed up it. <laughs> no, <laughs> We showed up at their house yesterday, and Connor had no idea what was going on. Like, why are we stopping here? And they take us to the basement and in their basement or in their garage garage basement thing. is a sixty five uh, mustang cobra that the guy had restored. Ooh, like nice. mis- pristine condition, beautiful car. I'll show you pictures. And Connor's just like, you know, jaw on the floor. And they're like, do you want to go for a ride? And so they, he took like Connor and Toby down Lindbergh and on 55. Oh, that's and, awesome. Like, nice. Th- so they got to ride in the this super sweet Mustang. And so that was kind of part of his early birthday present was, uh, getting to have that little experience, which that's awesome. he was super excited. And I think it was really kind of, he wrote, yeah, a, wrote cool. a thank you note this morning and, uh, it was just pretty fun. It was kind of a fun surprise. I hadn't known what, um, Mustang they had. Um, but it was definitely. Ooh, that's, uh, it's, it's that's a, pretty sweet. It was a pretty, pretty car. He had restored it from, like, they showed us pictures of, like.
2: It's the 66
1: Batmobile. Yeah. 65. <laughs> so it was, it was definitely fun. So I think he really enjoyed that. So that was good. Nice. Very cool.
2: That's yeah. very, um, that's creative. I like that. Um, any sort of experience gift is always going to be remembered more than. Yeah, I think he'll remember that. Purchase so. gifts.
3: Nice. Yeah. yeah i uh i had a weekend more or less to myself um this weekend (sighs) and we
2: suffer because of
3: it (laughs) (laughs) and uh got to spend what ended up being about a day and a half getting the next large chunk of the podcast ready you know my intro is i'm the one that came up with the crazy list well it is fucking crazy guys like um I feel like a serial killer every time I do it because I've got, like, post-its hanging around my because desk. Because killing people? There's the lines world. drawn between characters' He's names. He's killing me, Aaron. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> killing me. I'm not doing the killing this season. Don't worry. I
1: oh. oh. I wonder who it'll be. But
3: uh, I have us prepped all the way through, uh, like, Infinite Crisis mostly, which is the next, like, four and a half, five years of publication. Tendo
2: so. listeners. Infinite or Identity?
3: infinite i actually went further oh. but i i need to flesh out a i need a few
1: books between identity and infinite I'll so there's uh, the uh, identity crisis the new robin stuff
2: <laughs> no yep okay um <laughs> uh, i'm gonna process that um <laughs> what was i gonna say what was I, I gonna don't say? Know. uh so general listeners jake sent us this list oh yeah and that's i like a- immediately screenshotted it and got the uh <laughs> marker out and started <laughs> <laughs> slashing through everything that I had not heard of, didn't care about, and don't already own <laughs> 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 and sent it right back to my brothers in about two minutes.
3: <laughs> Luckily there's enough on that list to still keep Ben in the podcast,
1: hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I did I did uh force another young justice in there. Aaron, no, but no, fair. That's all right. And we'll probably throw in some Else Worlds and stuff too, I'm sure. Yeah. Break things up.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely will. And c- so, what I presented to you guys was just the list of like the next 24, 25 books or so. But that'll be half a year of recording. So. Okay. Yeah,
1: we're at this is episode 248 that we are recording right now. Wow. So we are. Uh, moving along i got at least two more in me after
3: this (laughs) one of the things i noticed while doing this chunk is it is maybe the time period of batman family where it is the most thoroughly collected like all of the supporting characters have trades with these issues like back you know complete and everything is there a reason (laughs) for that do you think I don't know. I don't know if it was maybe just the height of trade paperback collecting started and they started reprinting everything, but I had uh, literally a desk-high stack of books getting the, to this section of things picked up off my shelves. I'm like, wow, Like, I already owned a lot of it. I, I need to get a couple more books, but probably the, the least amount of things that I need to get a hold of to flesh out the timeline, yeah. but I was just really blown away. Like Batgirl I and mean, Robin is probably the least collected of all of them.
2: Yeah, hmm. this is also getting into the time period where it's the like height and about to be the decline of my original collecting.
1: Yep. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, because I this will. Were we getting into me like? graduating high school soon and going off to college and be like, I don't have time to be buying these things and doing these things. I got to be drinking and oh, dancing so and doing it. Yeah. 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 Uh, other poor life choices. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, absolutely. And it's, boys, it's boys, definitely boys. the section where <laughs> I left comic collecting cause I couldn't afford to do monthlies when I left working at the comic book store and everything. And it's the stuff that I came back to, and we like, wow, I want to read what I missed. And so yeah. there are only a few choice things coming up that I've actually already read. But we okay. have like
2: 50 more recordings before we actually get to that point, just yep.
3: where we're where we're heading. So. Yep, okay. Let's right. keep um, adding stuff back in. Yeah. I was trying to get us to hush, and Ben's like, "Well, we should really read this." I'm like, "Okay, it's going before." I feel hush. like he, he asks, about hush like, like 200 <laughs> episodes ago. Hush
1: will be like in five episodes. It'll be fine. I'll we'll get there. Sh- Why like,
2: taunting me? He's like, "So, do you want hush or do you want another Young Justice episode?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, I guess <laughs> if we have
3: to." And I, I need to find it. It's in my binder from the very first start of the show. But I think my original timeline had us getting to hush in like. 50 episodes well, or yeah, your, original, <laughs> your original timeline
2: was stuff you already owned because that was the premise behind this whole thing was let me read my comic books oh not we're still just reading what i already own I oh yeah, yeah. anything it's not a problem no oh, yeah you own it by the time we get to it because <laughs> it gets sent to your house or you go to a store and pick it up
3: oh yeah by the end of yesterday my amazon cart was pretty ridiculous oh my god like, oh, i have to clean this out <laughs> Or I will get a divorce.
2: (laughs) Yup. And I will tell her everything. (laughs) Um, I just ordered, speaking of Amazon and ordering things, which I wanted to go buy them in person, but I do not have the time and I need to read them quickly. I just got two new uh, mangas for the Final Fantasy series. Oh, no. Nice. But um, I let it get away from me. And then after my trip to Japan, which I will (laughs) literally never stop talking
3: about, um, I got back Uh, into it. So. Yeah, nice. Have you gone to that anime store yet? I, I went to. I wanted. I was going to the Where other night when at? we came to your house, but it is up uh, in North County. It's called Anime I Anime that. North County, St. Louis. Uh, it is an all anime and manga theme store. They have an entire like store size section that is just Gundam and model kits. Oh wow! They have movies, collectibles, statues, and then just rows of. Only manga. Like, they don't do any American oh, okay. comics. We nice. should put that on our
2: next um Yeah, last least some our manga. next yeah. drive around. I had
3: some. it on the previous one, and at that point, I'm like, I'm the only one that's going to enjoy going here. So, I took it off. So, I'll put it on the next uh yeah, Citywide roundabout. Yeah, that'd be Sounds fine. Sounds good. Because, yeah, since it's up by U2, it'd be a good, like, starting or ending. And what a lot of stores don't do that they do, they have a rewards point system. Like, you mm. get a free book after, like, 10 qualifying purchases or something. Oh, that's nice. I yeah, love free yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, who doesn't look for? you? I great. do like near rewards program.
2: <laughs> All right. Speaking of rewards, this uh, we read some re- awarding books here. <laughs> um, we are covering... Nice try. <laughs> right? This is a Tim Drake episode. We'll be covering Robin, 87 and 88, from his ongoing series, and Young Justice, 37 and 38. And in the Robin books, this is going back a little bit Um, In our "Our World at War episode, we have Tim alluding to there being some issues between him and Batman, but he doesn't say what they are. So we're going a little back in time to see what happened between Tim and Bruce. And then over at Young Justice, we have the fallout from our World at War to see how Tim and his friends deal with the conflict on Apocalypse and how they returned back home. Yeah. And that might be the best recap I've ever done. (laughs) That was actually really good. (laughs) That was actually really good.
3: When I've read all of these books 70 times for actual fun and not for this (laughs) podcast, I know what they're about. So luckily, going through so much time looking at the timeline and figuring out what we need to read, I only found one book other than these Robin issues that we should have read already, and we didn't. So I'm only adding one backwards rewind in the next section other than this other than this (laughs) (laughs) and this doesn't go back too far uh the robin 87 is the issue post officer down Mm -hmm. so this picks up right after gordon has quit left town or retired after he was shot and everything so um yeah so we've got too far
2: back we've got tim at boarding school with a new supporting cast of dude bros he's living with, and there's, and like, Alfred. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Alfred!
3: I don't remember, I remember Alfred getting mad at Bruce again and leaving. Yeah, I did not quit. know he went to go live at no, I love, Tim's I dorm. No, I love that he
1: went to Tim's dorm, <laughs> dorm, and it was just hanging out in the do- I was like, what the fuck is Alfred? Okay, I guess he's just gonna like serve 60 someone. 60-year-old
2: hanging with these,
1: like, 15-year-old <laughs> boys who are all in, like, their pajamas, and he just comes
3: out with his little cup of tea, and he's like, oh, Master Timothy. <laughs> I don't
2: Ah, creepy old man. <laughs> I always love when we get Alfred, and Alfred <laughs> against
3: Bruce is always funny to me. Because oh, yeah, against, I hate yeah. Bruce. <laughs> 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 and the, I mean, the biggest thing that's going to put them at odds at this point is, is Tim.
1: Like, Alfred is super protective mm-hmm. of the Robins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. And he does not want. Um, Bruce will not, like, uh, show up. If he sees Alfred there, he's, like, avoiding everything. And (laughs) he's (laughs) a giant chicken.
3: Well, Bruce becomes the... The child who's too afraid to go in the room with his parent and Mm -hmm. get yelled at, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's like, I'd rather sneak out the window than have to confront dad. He
2: hurt the youngest and
3: now dad's mad. Well, at (laughs) least
1: at least in this book, he does everything Bruce does and Batman does everything he can to fix his relationships.
3: Yes. This is very mature Bruce handling the situations through discussion and inter You're both being extremely sarcastic, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: What (laughs) so so the so what this is So what had happened the betrayal the betrayal is that Batman reveals to spoiler Stephanie Brown Tim's identity, which is a huge fucking deal because Batman has been telling Tim, you can't tell your young justice friends who you are. You can't tell
3: your... Because it'll expose him. Yeah, he's right.
2: selfish. You can't tell your nighttime girlfriend, because he's got daytime girlfriends too, you can't mm-hmm. tell your nighttime costume girlfriend your identity because of me, but I will tell her. And it's like, the fudge?
1: Oh, th- Tim got done dirty pretty badly in these, in these and issues. And
3: justifiably, he's
1: pissed. Yeah, he should be pissed.
3: Now, he uses the, the excuse that Robin's been missing. So... Prior to this, Robin was scoping out the new commissioner
1: yeah. and got home late and had like, and spent he fell the night asleep out. on the roof. Yeah, how does, do you? I I wrote down. I honestly don't believe that Batman does not have some kind of tracking device on all of his people. I, I had a hard time believing he can't just locate Robin through. Something that he had sewn in the suit from some well, kind of gadget. Does he
2: say he knew where he was or he could have found he him at any time? He said the
1: telecommunication device
3: wasn't working or something. But we, playing learned, games games. we learned yeah. previously that he is 100% tracking Huntress. Right. We found that out when, when Oracle told her mm-hmm. that he did put something in her suit. So, of course, he's got something in Robin's yeah, suit. Yeah, he knows where he is. And then his excuse is he wants to tell Stephanie who Tim is so that Stephanie will go to the dorm... Not during the day as Stephanie, but at night, a spoiler waiting for him to come out as Robin so that they can confront him and she can bring him to Batman. Like, fuck off. Like, just wait outside, Batman. It's fine. Like, right. you can find Robin. Or just knock on his door. But he's scared of so Alfred.
0: It's me. No.
3: Oh, hi, I'm Bruce
2: Wayne. <laughs> checking on my rich uh, yeah. friend, neighbor. <laughs> who's checking a on my former neighbor.
1: <laughs> right. At college. I, who, I mean, who my butler with. I- <laughs>
2: was never a butler. (laughs) Doesn't he say that at one point in years? So, so, Stephanie, what I, what I really love, and I've talked about it, about Chuck Dixon's um, arc, because he's still writing these, is when he writes Stephanie issues, which there's a lot of them, there's always like the Dear Diary, and we get a lot of her perspective. Mm -hmm. A lot of this ongoing Tim Robin book is very much Stephanie's the second main character. And so, this is an arc where she really gets time and I, I tried to really look at it from her perspective like she's involved in this betrayal moment but it wasn't her choice like Batman did it so I'm trying to see like did she fuck over Tim here is it really she's just like oops sorry like what is she going through in this because she wants to know
3: yeah so we don't see the the moment that he actually tells her Tim's identity is off camera mm-hmm. or out of panel Weird. whatever it is we get to see her confront Robin as spoiler and mm-hmm. say, hey, Robin, or is it Tim? And he freaks. Nice yeah. so she so, didn't handle that part great. No. So we don't get to see come her back, Robin, tell Bruce or, or ask Bruce. Like, we don't know. We know it's Bruce's choice to tell her, but we don't get to see her maybe say, hey, maybe I don't need to know this. She she is given this information and then like a teenager goes and I'm like, hey, like her first thing after Robin like, hey, we can be together now. like, yeah, secrets out. like it's just us and
2: and the the secret thing, like she's already seen his face when he was playing Alvin Draper, I guess he right had sunglasses <laughs> sunglasses or a surgical mask when she's given birth. like they're already going through all this stuff and it's been like, yeah, he had to wear a damn surgical mask. Because of Batman, and now Batman's just like, no, today you can tell her. It's fine. It's Tim. I, oops, I said it. Sorry. <laughs> like, and So so I guess what I'm getting at is the only thing you really said was his name. And it's not like Tim Drake is some like famous person. It's not like it is Bruce
1: Wayne. Well, but it goes against the whole thing about keeping the secrets and whose identity is important and who's oh, the 100%. only one that can have a secret. Well, it's Bruce. And who can do whatever he wants. Oh, that's Batman. He can just do what he wants. Absolutely. And... I mean, he doesn't care about the ramifications, or does he? Well, he doesn't. And, I mean, Alfred
3: points out to Tim later that, you know, Bruce is one single-minded uh, focused on his crusade, and there's no room for heart in this crusade, and that you have to, if you're going to be a part of it, he expects you to give that up at his whim, basically.
2: And Tim is like, no, I'm a real person with feelings, and you're <laughs> I'm an a asshole. a real boy! <laughs> 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 oh. so okay so what how does this end how does this wrap up
3: there's two sub stories happening uh, during this there's one of the things that happens i think in a, i think we've had it come up a lot in robin's drugs is drugs and youth Myth. drugs yeah, and so there's some meth dealers. They kill one of the kids that he goes to school with by you know mm-hmm. overdose. Uh, yeah, and he tracks him down and takes out his frustrations with Batman yeah. on these drug dealers, which fair. <laughs> you should not be. Yeah, I don't have killing a children with beating <laughs> um, up drug dealers. No. And after the confrontation, you know, Batman and Robin have a confrontation about it, and then Robin runs off and he's like, "I don't know that I want to do this." And Batman takes Stephanie back to the cave and starts training her. Um, yeah, that's fucked up too. So, yeah, so she gets to
2: see the cave and she gets to meet um, Cassandra King mm-hmm. Batgirl for the very first time, which is funny because the last episode we did, I was like, oh, is this. They're
3: like working together. And that happens after this moment. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, they kind of get. She shows up in Batgirl's issues a little bit. Batgirl comes into Robin's issues a little bit more
1: to deal with Stephanie. They will be friends. They kind of come partners here. So is this her gauntlet moment? Is that, or is there more in-depth training to come? We will get there. Okay. I'm just curious.
3: So the question—God, I hate Batman so
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> the question is just why the did character, just you just the need character. to do this within 20 seconds?
2: It's impossible. That girl, go. <laughs> You'll never be as good as her. But neither's Tim. I'm like, you're an asshole. You might
1: be as good as Tim. <laughs> Maybe.
2: What I, <laughs> what I Tim knows his limits. Seriously. Sorry, Tim knows his limits. <laughs> <laughs> that literally all happened in here. I don't There's yeah. a lot I, in two issues. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: Sorry, Jake. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the the treatment of Batgirl isn't something that we've been talking a whole lot about lately because we make fun of how he treats Huntress and and Oracle and now spoiler, but like he treats Batgirl as a fucking weapon. Like yeah. he is just she is a member of his arsenal as much as the Batarangs he, or Batmobile. Are. He just
1: uses the people in his family as he wants to use them. Yeah, it's correct. It's just he'll just use them to do whatever he wants.
3: And I'm sure that doesn't come back to bite him ever.
1: Right. No, not excited
2: to
3: read about all that. Um,
2: (laughs) But so he's using these people. Shit. I lost it.
3: Yeah. So the sub stories are Stephanie's starting to be trained, not as a Robin as spoiler, but he's got these expectations and he's putting her through the cave tests and all this kind of stuff.
2: Oh yes. I got it back. So we've (laughs) talked a lot about how different writers handle the different characters and how, if you're a guest star in another person's book, Mm -hmm. that person who's the main character is going to be shown best or whatever. But what I find interesting about Batman being written in this Robin book is it's, it is by Chuck Dixon who was also at this time writing Nightwing and writing detective comics. So it's not, it's not the young justice writer handling Batman who doesn't do Batman a lot. It's someone who literally is writing Batman Mm -hmm. actively in another book at the time. So Anything that this Batman does is real current Batman. It's not someone that's like, I'm going to make him an asshole. It's that's like, no, true. he just is an asshole he, right he,
1: now. He, he is.
3: But it also is done through the lens of a teenager being in this book. So like when two he, teenagers, when he has Stephanie in the Batmobile, she's like, oh, this is so cool and everything. And he's like, kind of eating it up a little bit. And she's yeah, like, oh, are like we going that. back to your hideout? He's like, I prefer layer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's driving around this
1: 15-year-old girl. Like, yeah, you like my car? Gross, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I just was thinking, what when he's doing all this training her, making her do it, what is the soundtrack, the montage that would be playing for her training session? What would be playing as she trains, doing this gauntlet thing and, and Batgirl is going...
2: I don't know if the song was out yet at the time, it but I'm matter. hearing
1: Britney Spears' work, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe.
2: <laughs> it's not sorry. "Eye of the Tiger," so no, that won't work. No, it's no, work, no. bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. Very nice. That's Very in nice my head for the rest mm-hmm. of the. Yeah, I was like,
3: <laughs> sorry, you can't beat that. That's <laughs> not happening. That's fine. So, I want to talk a little bit about the the next, where the trajectory of the next issues of Robin. So he's upset. He talks to Alfred. Alfred suggests, hey, spring break is starting. Why don't you just get out of town for a little bit? And if, as if on cue, another boy, Danny, shows up and like, hey, Danny, can you – or hey, Tim, can you still drive? Let's go to this – beach town.
2: Yeah, your special driver's license. Because I don't think Tim is 16 at this point, but he's been driving around the Redbird, so I think he's got some like special 15-year-old driver's license. Was it a license he got because his dad yes.
1: was handicapped and he needed to chauffeur him? I think so.
3: Yeah. Okay. Wow, oh, at least that's talk. how I read into it. Yeah. So <laughs> we have talked recently about Tim's um, change in characterization, uh, the way that they have let his character develop in... Tim's sexual development? Yes, thank you. Um, The moment Danny's like, hey, let's get out of town and go to this beach town, Tim's like, okay... And then Danny's like, hey, don't you have a girlfriend waiting back home? And Tim's like, eh, it's kind of like in a transitional period right now.
2: (laughs) And then they go on jet skis. And the guy's like, hey, there's some uh, girls over there, two for each of us. And Tim's like, or we could just keep being on the jet skis. (laughs) Yes, guys. This is why when DC Comics officially made Tim Drake Bisexual like two or three years ago, I was like, yes. It's there. It's been there the whole time.
3: I agree with you. I mean, and whether or not it was the intention during this writing. I don't think it was. I think it was just to make him an awkward teenager. But it reads beautifully. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can read it that way. I think so. And I think it reads very well that his, you know, on again, off again with all these other people just leads him into a confusion. And that character wasn't able to figure that confusion out until recently, which I think is really well done.
2: And reading through a queer lens, he gets outed. This this isn't you. This yes. is an unintentional outing story, which could like relates to other things than gayness and biness and all that. Like it relates to other life things oh, having okay. a secret, yeah. having something. You you are the one that it should be telling people. Having mm-hmm. someone take that moment from you and tell them, but it is also very easy to translate
3: it to you know that kind of outing.
1: Yeah, um, no, that makes sense. I think about it that way.
3: Well, and I, and I love that when Stephanie goes to Alfred to find Tim after he's left, Alfred 100% defends him yeah. or, or protects him. Like, that information is not Alfred's to give away, and
1: he's blatant about that protection that he has for yeah, him. Yeah, he says, Batman's made bad choices. My loyalties to Tim run deep, and you hurt him. Yeah. So, so we all agree. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> Basically, he has and no I time have for never Stephanie. been a butler. <laughs> I,
2: I like that he defends him, but I also like him being kind of rude to Stephanie. I read as, like, no, Bruce, no more, no more kids, no more fucking kids that I'm gonna have to take care of. It's like, it's like, okay, we're gonna adopt this dog, but you're the one that's gonna watch it. No, wait, I'm the one that has to clean up the shit. Like, literally, <laughs> that's right. how Alfred is. He's like, no more fucking dogs, Bruce. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah and I, I think. Bruce told Stephanie because Tim went away to boarding school and he's been hanging out with the Young Justice more and he's pulling away from Batman and Batman wants his little dog to play with. He wants a new puppy and he just he collects Stephanie like literally him going and picking her up and driving her to the Batcave in the car. He's obtaining a new collectible. I feel
1: like he made some kind of bet with, like, Roz or Alfred, like, years ago. How many Robins do you think I could (laughs) get? Seven? Eight different people? Let me collect them all.
2: But I won't let Helena in. (laughs) No. She's too old. (laughs) I think there's an age limit, right? (laughs) There is. There is. Which is gross. Um, That might be a good place to start transitioning to Young Justice. Um, I don't think we read it on this pod, but there is a Young Justice issue where, spoiler shows up, Um, okay, so this will be relevant to what we're about to talk about, so the Young Justice character Secret, the like, mist girl or whatever, Mm -hmm. has a little crush on Tim, and she had shown up, she like, followed him back to his place or whatever, and, or no, Basically, she like goes after Spoiler. She's like in mist form, and she sees Spoiler like following Tim around because Spoiler's trying to find out Tim's identity in this Young Justice issue. Mm-hmm. And Spo- Secret is like that's his thing to tell you when it's his time. You shouldn't be trying to find out his identity, and they fight, of course, mm-hmm. because if you have two superheroes, you've got to fight. Yes. And Secret is like super duper powerful. And can, like, make her mist into big, like, mace things that smash the ground. And Stephanie is, like, <laughs> the weakest Bat family member right now. So she's like, oh, I'm going to die. Um, <laughs> so that, it, that had happened before these issues, um, which we did not need to read it. But I'm glad I thought about it in this moment because it's very much secret, trying to protect Tim's secret. Mm-hmm. Um, which she didn't even know at that point. But she's just like, you shouldn't be snoop- snooping around. So Stop snooping. And Batman's like, it's fine, secret and spoiler. I'll take care of this on my own. So, <laughs> so this, these two issues,
1: <laughs> two girls go... enter, one Robin leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so these two issues kind of go back to the Joker story in our worlds at war, yeah. worlds at war, and, and Joker's last laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of combines in there. Um, so there's some good Granny goodness in here, which I enjoyed. <sighs>
3: I always love I, I am so happy that you're falling in love with Granny Goodness too because she is one of the most obscure yet favorite <laughs> DC villains I have.
2: We were at a yeah. haunted house the other night and there was this big burly uh person dressed in this like hideous mask with like a scraggly and, like, Yeah, like, scraggly gray hair, and Aaron's like, It's Granny Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that person scared our niece, but you know it happens. Yeah, it's great um so this these two issues start on apocalypse where we left off with young justice in our worlds at war they have all been captured Uh, impulse is having flashes of him seeing his little scout he sent off dying which we read Mm -hmm. that and um tim and everyone are having these like visions put into their head by granny goodness and her little furies right and i think it's cool or interesting who the different people... They're basically seeing their loved ones die. Mm-hmm. So right. Superboy is seeing his girlfriend that had... Or his on-again, off-again girlfriend die, which she died in Sins of Youth that we read. Um, he's seeing that on repeat. Wonder Girl is seeing her mom. Um, Empress, who we haven't talked about much, but she's seeing her dad. And Tim is seeing his friends. He's seeing mm-hmm. specifically um Wonder Girl who he's like, Oh no and then Superboy who like wrecks him because mm-hmm. he's gay. Well Superboy. Superboy is <laughs>
3: is blaming him too. Yes. In, yeah. Playing him.
2: off of their fight from the la- from our worlds at war where they're, you know, accusing him of doing what Batman did in Tower of Babel, which is have files on
1: yeah. them. They they think he's doing the same thing Batman did. So they're they're trying to and Robin's just like, I'm just trying to lead a team and keep my secret secret and do what I'm supposed to do because Bruce is being a douche and (laughs) pass math. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah. So this is post
3: the Robin issues. So he's mad at Batman still. Mm -hmm. And all the Young Justice is blaming him because they found out from the JLA that Batman during Tower of Babel had these files on him and they're worried that Robin has the files on them. And... I ain't got no files. He probably does. I'm sure he does. I mean, Tim is the one that figured out who Bruce and Dick were he put it all together like he's probably got his own files i'm sure he does also, i'd kind of be disappointed if he didn't
2: young justice isn't as hard to crack as the jail <laughs> like, i feel like it's pretty obvious how to take most of them down i'm pretty sure
3: superboy has like a cadmus like made by stamp on the bottom of his foot or something and yeah um yeah yeah they're they're dumb teens <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we get Granny Goodness here who is torturing them and her Furies. I don't know. Have we gotten the Furies yet? Um, I don't don't know. know. I think we, maybe we did somewhere, some crossover, or something. So yeah. So if you don't know about Granny Goodness, Darkseid was raised by Granny Goodness on the apocalypse world and she takes youth. And tortures them into supervillains, basically. Mm -hmm. That is her. All good things. And she runs the (laughs) eternally stocked orphanages of (laughs) Apocalypse. And she's just this horrible, horrible woman who likes to torture children. And uh, does good character, good villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's crazy. And we had uh, four of the the Furies: Bernadette, Lashina, Mad Harriet, and Stampa. Those are kind of the main... Those are the four main ones. Big and I Barda. don't think we did.
1: I don't think we had the Furies before. Because we... I, Jake mean, I was confusing the them with, people. like, parademons. <laughs> I would have gotten excited.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so they've been around for... Oh, most of them have been around since the beginning of the fourth world stuff. Uh, but Darkseid is there. What and, is that? Like the 60s? Uh, 80s? Yeah. So, <laughs> the, so it's actually... Considered in DC timeline, the creation of the fourth world is what divides the Bronze Age and the Silver Age. The Bronze <laughs> Age! There you go. Um, anyways.
2: I kind of get it up fast enough.
3: <laughs> so Darkseid, uh, I didn't know this story ever happened. I was actually really excited to read this, not uh, not even knowing that this was going to come about. But Darkseid is not torturing, and Granny Goodness is not torturing Secret. They've taken Secret to Darkseid, who knows how powerful she is and is trying to convince her that inside she is evil like she is i don't really mm-hmm. know why he thinks he can do this
2: after this whole so they had run into each other on it was a silly little adventure the team went on they they like met at, who, who ran into each other um sorry secret the mist girl and uh dark side those okay. two met each other on new genesis when young justice was doing some dumb random adventure and she she confuses his name Dark side for Doug.
0: <laughs> Are you D-
2: evil? Doug side, and Dark yeah, side. she calls him Mister Side and Doug, and yeah. And so <laughs> he's got this giant, delicious-looking banana split, which I guess means she eats food. I don't know, but it looked really good. And there's also a mobile of his head and little parrot demons. Yeah, yeah. it's strange. It's a <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is what people on earth like. (laughs) Ice cream and mobiles. (laughs) These are the comic books Ben likes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the shit is funny. (laughs) But she does not want to be evil. And she challenges him, and he goes on this whole philosophical thing about like, well, what is evil, and blah blah blah. She's like, okay, cut the crap. Are you be- are you evil? And he's like, yeah, yes, are. <laughs> yes, uh, so are you. And she does what a teen does and lashes out and yells at him, and he <laughs> zaps her, and then she, you know, falls to the pits of apocalypse. That's yeah, it's shame. all good. I'm sure it works out fine. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Man, nah, I'm not that invested. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> what else can I do now?
3: And uh, the torturing of the other teens continues. Um, Empress, which I know probably the least about of all the Young Justice members, is trying to escape uh, and is able to actually free herself because she can teleport or yeah, something? Yeah,
2: her powers are teleportation and minor telekinesis. Okay. So she can... Sort of control people and, um, like, briefly, like,
3: stop them in their tracks, kind of control them and teleport. That's her powers. So she zaps herself out of there, gets Robin out, and these teens are no match for the apocalyptic furies. Like, right. they don't stand a chance. Uh, maybe if they were at full health and prepared for this. However, they are saved <laughs> by the incoming <laughs> army. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron, what'd you think of this <laughs> army of Lobos?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this goes back to the our worlds at war, where Lobo got basically destroyed, yeah, or, fighting or, off the Parademons. So just, he's little Lobo, little Lobo. <laughs> so he split into like a million little Lobos. Yep, but every blood droplet okay. became a new Lobo. <laughs> all right, so all the Lobos are battling, and then you have one that has like escaped and is just a wuss and doesn't want to be fighting the battles, is that about right?
2: He's the weak gene pool lopo who hides. And he so they all
1: And he's the one that ends up flying them back to Earth, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay.
2: And they this is the most convoluted I would love to be a person that has not read comic books, trying to listen to this episode, be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. yeah. But, but um, yeah, so all of the little Lobos um, are aging rapidly, and we get a very quick, very throwaway line dis- explaining how Lobo's going to work. Yeah. They're all going to kill each other, and then we've got a full, regular-aged Lobo. And <laughs> Because I don't... he wants to be the
3: last Zarnian. That's mm-hmm. kind of his whole thing.
2: Right. But also, I'm like, so did DC need adult Lobo back? And so so now there's an adult Lobo, so they can do whatever they want with him
1: in whatever books they want in DC. But young... So little Lobo still hangs around because it's the one the little weak one yeah oh, okay. his
3: name's not little lobo anymore Aaron. <laughs> it's Slowbo.
2: and it's slobo because uh secret says so lobo and he hears Slowbo, and he's like i like that that's my name now because he doesn't think he deserves to be a lobo because he ran and hid and didn't fight for his life <laughs> i totally missed that part <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> the whole reason we read these books, Aaron, was so for you could have well, I, I, He okay. sticks around for the rest of Young Justice. Doesn't series. Really, he's around for like two yeah, huh. two years, yeah.
3: But he doesn't age like the rest of them. He's stuck in his um, Short end of the gene pool, self. Yeah. So yeah. he's still he's still strong, but he's not like an unstoppable
2: force like Lil Lobo. And he has was. a lot of
3: self doubt, unlike okay. the the what is, what did he call himself the something teen the oh top teen. the top teen. <laughs> he yeah. does not have the ego that Lobo okay. usually no, carries no. around.
2: So it allows Lobo. it allows Peter David to have a new character. It's basically a a new. They can develop him however they want. There's no attachments from DC of what they can and can't do with him because he's Lobo. Like, this is a brand new character that Young Justice has
1: full rights to do whatever they want with. That's a good way of creating the character, having him spawn off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and It's, it's how a, comic books do things. know, yeah,
3: well, yeah, it's fair. It's yeah. a power that they will never, ever reuse for Lobo, as far as I'm aware. But it's a cool power. It's
1: basically gremlins. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah.
2: Well, Aaron, you you said that Lobo couldn't die. So I'm like, well, this is kind of how we can. not This sort of makes sense. Like, he's going to mm-hmm. regenerate. Yeah. I don't know. I, thought it, I mean, it's a
3: throwaway joke. Oh, it's yeah, just totally.
2: a joke to have an army of Lobos. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, That's so fun.
3: Slobo fixes the the plane and flies them out of Apocalypse the, air, the uh, spaceship. Yeah, the ship mm-hmm. and gets them back to Earth like we saw at the end of our worlds that this kind of filled that in. Mm-hmm. and then we jump straight into uh, Joker's last laugh. and do you see be
2: doing too much?
1: <laughs> there was a lot. I will so,
3: tell you all of oh, go ahead there. So
1: ahead. I, I was very confused on the Superboy, the Jokerized Superboy. It's match. We saw Match at one point. So
2: Match was in Sins of Youth that we did a while back. He is a
3: clone of
2: Superboy who's a clone, clone. and he's bad. So this is a Superboy villain that gets Jokerized because in Last Laugh, they Jokerize
1: all the villains. Right,
3: right. But the okay, two Titans really are so stupid that was, that they, they don't
1: realize that it's not really Superboys. So. Or that he's even Jokerized because he's so stupid to begin with, right?
2: Which I love because it's it's Peter Dave. It's the writer of Young Justice be like, I have to put in a last laugh thing because every DC thing is doing it. But I have actual things going on with my characters and I have an actual like ongoing <laughs> plot I want to do. So I'm going to throw it in here, but I'm going to make it as dumb as possible and literally not take it seriously. <laughs> and Match is not a threat. He like he's going to blow the place up and Wonder Girl thinks it's actually Superboy being a doofus and she's mad at him and Match flies away. Never to be seen again. <laughs> like like so they don't bizarre. deal with it. They do. He doesn't fight anyone. They never even know it's him. Well, they they
3: think it's just Superboy the whole time, <laughs> and we got a little bit of him being Superboy's Bizarro here, right? Like yeah, he's that's what it kind of Kind of dumbed yeah. down. He loves Wonder Girl because that's in Superboy as right, well, right. and so like he's kind of fawning over her. And she tells him, "Oh, well, I have feelings for you too." And he's like, "Oh, I'm so happy!" And then kind of flies off, flies away. Can we talk about something I had a, a real interest in in this issue? What? pretty important you
2: is it the actual reason we read it Bart no, wanting to stop being impulse
3: it is uh, empress's Jamaican accent uh
2: yeah <laughs> so this is what 2000 and yeah so um, is she
3: Jamaican Cajun what is it so that they're trying to go black for black
2: representation in <laughs> uh, mainstream comic books is not great yeah on. yeah <laughs> It's not great. She is one of a handful. Now it's a little better, but honestly, a handful of non, um, help me out, legacy, non-legacy characters who is black. And they make her a stereotype. (laughs) But she's a full character and is in the book a long time. Mm -hmm. So they tried.
3: I think, and I wanted to bring that up just to hear you go on a soapbox and then make fun (laughs) of it a little bit, but I do think it's actually really hard to represent uh, accents and stuff and dialect in comic books, right? We're we're reading it in our own voice. We're trying to attach voices to these characters. Mm -hmm. And when you put something that has a uh, specifically written style, like it can come off very gimmicky and you could do it with... Any dialect, Irish or German, or anything that's supposed to sound un-white American. Well, and even
2: it's this is not a. It, it, even with like Scarface, in order to understand how <laughs> Scarface is talking as a puppet, they have to change the Bs to Gs or whatever, right, which is so like a speech impediment because of how the ventriloquist is doing it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it I will say it actually goes with her character. So she's got voodoo stuff. She's from New Orleans. Okay, so, so it is it Cajun, is probably. Yes, and it ties into her storyline, and it's like important things. Does that she get turned get. into a frog? <laughs> right. I mean, they did it. No, but th- they put a mask on her face, so you don't see the one black person on the team. So they start breaking her mask away in these issues, yeah, too, to start, okay. yeah.
1: Not racist at all. <laughs> look at that. Look at that at this cover. No, you got right. all
2: these little white people and then the one black person's got a mask covering her entire face. No, I, I love this book. This book is my childhood. This book is a big part of my sense of humor, but I can admit that it wasn't perfect and that there are issues with Empress. I love her, don't get me wrong, but as it goes, they start taking her mask off and they show her more and okay. more as herself. But the reason behind her wearing a full mask was you weren't supposed to know who it was when she entered. and It was supposed to be, is it Arrowhead as a different no, person? Make sure
1: you keep Batman away, because he'll fucking tell everybody.
2: The
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only after they
3: ask, can
2: I tell? Can I tell? No, no. I'm going
0: to
3: do it. So the actual point of this issue
2: <laughs> is that Robin and Impulse quit the team. Robin is tired of mm-hmm. not being trusted. He's tired of them being like, lead us, but not like that. Yeah. And Bart is like, I don't really want to die. Watching myself almost die was traumatic. And I'm, I'm going to Yeah, bounce. that's the most
1: mature response that any of them have had.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fragile. I'm done with this. So. Knowing when to walk away from a situation yeah. is actually mature.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, But the team does not like this. They're like, our no. founding members, don't leave. We, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm.
3: Now, mm-hmm. we're taking a little bit of a jump before the next Young Justice book. But in my research, like, he's back on the team, like, in an is- issue, right? Like, he's not gone no. for long at
2: all. No, no, no. A couple issues from here. There's, like, a flashback episode or, like, a flashback issue that's, like, previously. It's, like, a Christmas special. Yeah. He's in that. But he doesn't come back till six or seven months. He's okay. gone. And then Bart's a few months
3: after that. Okay. Okay. And so he's gone for a little bit. He's kind of on the rocks with Batman right now, and Batman's got his new plaything with Stephanie. And <coughs> so he's there
2: are other ways you could have
3: said that. <laughs> no, that one was fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of in a, a little bit of a limbo and a transition for his character right now.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Solo. We've just seen this happen with Robins. Yeah. Uh, even Batman pointed it out. <laughs> he's like, every Robin needs to rebel from time to time. Sometimes it goes okay, sometimes not so good.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he's kickstarting the rebellion. just tell everybody, then you'll rebel. Yeah.
3: Yeah, just poking that teen bear. Yes. Yeah,
1: you know you're going to get a reaction. It's
3: good parenting, Bruce. Is the R on the Robin
2: costume actually for rebellion? No.
1: Hmm. No. No. I don't know what it's for. All right, Maybe else? Robin. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I think I we uh, yeah. covered everything I wanted to cover in these. Reviews of these. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this?
0: Think of this? Say it's right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. It's I'm appalled. All right. That was awesome. All right. yes. 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 No.
2: Um. obviously I love it all I think it's hilarious and I do think it's a breath of fresh air to get this book that likes to break the fourth wall likes to not take itself too seriously but still be canon mm. Um. so yeah I, I love this shit I think Chuck Dixon's Robin is always strong and while these are not my favorite Young Justice things I'm glad we're getting stupid slowbo in our continuity
1: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed most of it I, I think it you know, the dynamic of um, Alfred being at the dorm I thought was hilarious. And um, I think Tim's reaction is appropriate to what's going on. And I think this, unfortunately, does not make Bruce or Batman appear better in anything that we've read. So, you know, he's continuing to gain momentum as he uh, isolates everyone. Uh, the the Lobo stuff was funny. Uh, I did like that. And, you know, some of it I thought didn't really fit like that superboy joker eyes thing I think was kinda a little forced. They think they didn't need to connect that part. Um I think that I whole think
3: crossover was forced.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean there was some decent stuff and I like the granny sections and stuff. So yeah. If you're reading along, I think it makes it fit fits with what we've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is chaos. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, pretty much. Pretty much.
2: I think Aaron is <laughs> keeping up his bargain to not be too mean to my characters. I um offered him something nice. So. <laughs>
3: I think uh, Robin 87 and 88 are pretty essential for Robin's storyline. I think his involvement with Young Justice is definitely something to dabble in in a Batman um, continuity because it defines his character in a similar way that Dick Grayson had with the Titans, but it is is a very different age of story than when those were written, Mm -hmm. and it lets him be fun and have... A group of friends, w- where the Titans was like a group of teammates. I've mm-hmm. always thought, um, and so to watch him develop as a character through that lens, I think is is interesting. These issues in particular, where he leaves the team, I think that's always important. And then I will always put as much dark side and apocalypse in this Fair. podcast as I'm allowed to. Yeah. So uh, banana splits and all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. No, I, I think they're. I think the Robin ones are are pretty essential reading in, in a overall Robin story. Do you lines. think
2: Dark Side made the banana
3: split? Because I really want a
2: panel of that.
1: No, I think they had um one of his pair they've got a, like a pair of demons that are wearing aprons <laughs> in the kitchen being like forced by um, I don't know one of his other guys. Why can I not uh-huh. think
3: of the son? Who's his big son? Calibak. Calibag. I'm sure it's Calabac with a little spoon like <laughs> scooping up. Kiss the, the <laughs> chef apron. <laughs> Why do I have to do this? <laughs>
1: And there's, like, little directions that say you must have, like, five scoops of this topping and some of these other... Peeling the... We're out of strawberry! (laughs) (laughs) Just use more pineapple. (laughs) Daddy hates me! (laughs) All right. right. So what's
3: Uh, next, Jake? Well, if you're reading along with us, uh, we are gonna start in a uh, be a couple that you run or a couple episode run. We're gonna be reading Batman, Bruce Wayne <gasps> Murderer. Which is why I got yeah. this book. <laughs> <laughs> got this
2: episode so he can f- suffer me through some more Batman shit.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He there's some suffering, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
2: yeah so so J- i'm sorry jake so
3: is it a trade is it multiple trades yeah we're going to be reading the trade batman bruce wayne murderer and then that'll lead into Other a, stuff. another story
1: okay yeah very good
3: aaron what did we learn
0: it's that
1: time again to do another one of our cute little skits
0: no it's time to learn the day's lesson and to find out what it is we turn to the wheel of batman wheel of Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn.
1: Well, we learned so many things. <laughs> um, Where's the <a> strawberry? <laughs> I already had one written down, okay. but it's a uh, fuck off, bitch. I've never been a butler. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Can you do it again in a British accent? Fuck off,
1: bitch. I've never been a butler. Is
2: that?
3: That was Australian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you get.
2: <laughs> G'day, mate. For the Brotherhood of Batman, I am Ben, your sunshine. Yama. Yeah, po- oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Bye.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm done. Go ahead.
1: I can't do mine. <laughs> uh, I'm Aaron, I'm the I'll clean this up. Thanks for listening.
3: <laughs> and I'm Jake. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Self, it is cleansed, this I am the night a tyrant of